Good morning, 6.37 on the Bob Rose Show. It's a Trash Talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. We're live at Loco. Christmas holidays behind us. New Year's Day behind us. We look forward to, well, we're in it, 2023. we got to make it great. Uh, I'm Bob Rose. Greg Cassidy is here. Morning, Greg. Good morning. So, lots of good things over the holidays. Hopefully, people got some rest, relaxation, connect with family, got some goodies, maybe ate some food you shouldn't, and now you're going to... Now you're going to straighten up fly right, right? Yeah, what what you said, Bob. (laughs) Yeah. What you said. We we all have our goals and resolutions. I think uh, you got about three weeks before most people fall off. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll check back in then and see. So basically what you're saying, if you're going to go to the gym, just wait three weeks and it won't be quite so crowded. I didn't want to like rub this in your face right off the bat on the air. But you're going to. But I was at the gym yesterday. Now you're just showing Brother. up. Brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have not yet. So. All right. I'll get back at it. I know you will. Yeah. So, uh, DeMar Hamlin, football player, Buffalo Bills safety. They're playing Monday Night Football last night. This is a big game. Two teams that are really uh, uh, playing extremely well uh, this year. So they're going at it. The game has just really begun. Like five minutes into the, uh, or actually about six minutes remaining in the first quarter. And uh, Cincinnati was leading 7-3. Bengals were on their second drive of the game. Quarterback Joe Burrow throws a pass to T. Higgins. Bill safety Hamlin comes over to make a tackle to end the play. Hamlin was on the ground for a while. Uh, he initially got up, and then he went back down to the ground, uh, and he was receiving CPR for the medical staff on the ground before he was put in an ambulance and rushed to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. NFL later announced it postponed the game. I'm... I don't remember that ever happening, mm-hmm. um, and if it has, uh, let me know. But uh, for a game to be postponed, um, that wow, uh, that's huge. He received immediate medical attention on the field uh, by team and independent medical staff and local paramedics. He was then transported to the hospital, critical condition, and um, we hope we get more information uh, on that. Apparently, they uh, sedated him and. Uh, and uh, they're you know running all kinds of tests, but um, yeah, he is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. That information came out at approximately two a.m. So hopefully there'll be some good news. I'll figure out uh, what the heck went wrong, and and hopefully he'll be able to uh, play football. But if not, uh, life is not bad to be alive. Uh, yeah. So I'd probably take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he started a GoFundMe page back uh, when he joined the league a couple years ago, and and uh, you know put like twenty five hundred bucks in there to start it for kids that are affected by COVID nineteen, and of course you know a lot of people have these GoFundMe pages. And, sure, uh, but once he got hurt on the field like that, people started to look him up, and mm-hmm. they saw the page, and now it's around three million dollars. Three million from twenty five hundred to three million, wow. and so you know that's, that's like an outpouring that people uh, they really do care. Nobody wants to see somebody, well, what appears to be so healthy, mm-hmm. struck down like that. It, it, it's frightening, oh, frankly. Yeah, the yeah. which um, Greg was mentioning earlier to me off the air about you know when you talk about a heart attack, which is bad enough, versus like a full on cardiac arrest. And I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a cardiac guy per se, but, you know, usually that means there's like an electrical thing. Like it's like you got unplugged, like you're yep. out. 
And that is much more frightening. You could have a heart attack. You could have partial or full blockage of one or several arteries, and that's scary enough. But this was, uh, well, this was not good. But we'll continue to follow that. As people continue to flood into the country, and let's see, what did we have, like a couple of million people? I'm not exaggerating, a couple million people that I think came in during the Biden administration. And, you know, they used to use the stats. I know Obama was famous for that. We've turned around more people, deported more people than anyone else. Yeah, because more people were coming across. Now they don't say that as much because they're not deporting them. Mm -hmm. In fact, it turns out, according to these numbers, fewer than 30,000 illegal aliens, including uh, 23,000 convicted criminals, were deported from American communities in the fiscal year 2022. This is new information just came out from ICE. President Biden's Department of Homeland Security released the annual ICE report during the holiday weekend showing significant cuts to interior immigration enforcement compared to prior years like 2017, 18, and 19. ICE agents uh, deported roughly 28,000 illegal aliens from the United States interior, less than 0.3% of the 11 to 22 million illegal aliens who are estimated to be living in American communities. Uh, Yeah, putting it another way, ICE agents are deporting about 2,350 illegal aliens each month from the United States interior, uh, whereas once they deported nearly 8,000 a month. So you can see how those numbers are way down. And look, most of the people that they've deported are convicted criminals. Convicted. So... So most of the ones we are actually sending back home are criminals. Yeah, 23,000 out of 30,000. Yeah. But the percentage of the people that we're actually turning away, that we're actually dealing with, is like point, what did you say, point zero? Point th- well, point three percent if you if you base it on the foolish numbers, right. and I say full-ish, yes. uh, 11 to 22 million illegals that are currently residing here. That number could even wow. be larger. But we know uh, it's about 2 million since he's taken office. At least. Wow. Uh, yeah. And uh, no end in sight. Who's going who's gonna to stop them? I mean, that's what this wow. administration wants. Yep. And here's another look. And these stories we could do every single day, several of them. But here's one. A twice, twice deported illegal alien who is on El Salvador's most wanted list has been found living in Prince William County, Virginia. Nice. Yeah. Living it up. Look. El Salvador, that's where all those MS-13 gang members, or one of the countries mm-hmm. where a lot of them come from, uh, there's some bad folks, okay? Okay. If you're on their most wanted list, you're bad. <laughs> yeah. You're really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Herbert Bonilla Garcia, 40-year-old illegal alien from El Salvador, arrested by ICE in Virginia. He previously deported twice before, has a history of unlawfully entering the U.S., uh, and uh, he was deported before January and April. The government issued arrest warrants for him for illicit uh, association aggravated extortion. He's on the 100 most wanted list. Not good. Not a nice person. Hey, the NFL football player that, you know, that dropped suddenly, a, a massive heart issue. Dr. John will address that and a couple other things coming up at 8.05. I'm looking forward to it. I know you are, too. 
It's the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and local in a new year, 97.3, The Sky. The Sky.